Hello, readers and writers. Welcome back to Writing with Authors. This week, we have an incredibly powerful testimonial about a story similar to mine. We have the author of Spring Break, A True Story of Hope and Determination, and we have to thank our friend Jeff for putting this connection together. Stephen and I have been connecting over the last few weeks, and it is awesome to see him face to face. And for today, we're going to talk all about his book. Here is a preview. Imagine the worst event that could ever happen to you. Something so horrific, a death is a welcome alternative. That's exactly what happened to Ben, an all-American college student, athlete, future homecoming king, president of the Honor Society, fraternity brother, all while having a great relationship with his girlfriend and family. Life could not have been better. Unfortunately, it all came to a screeching halt during his college spring break in Daytona Beach when a drunk driver crashed into him while walking. As an attorney, Ben's case touched Stephen, today's guest, like no other. It was so gruesome, so unthinkably devastating, that to this day, he still gets chills thinking about it. Yet, all who have followed this case have agreed that this story has inspired and changed them forever. Stephen has made a promise that if he won, he would share this story of a powerful, inspiring case for generations to come in hopes to end drunk driving and DUIs. Of course, as you know, two causes dear to my heart. Stephen, thank you so much for taking the time to join Writing with Authors. Uh, the pleasure is mine, and I appreciate the introduction. This summer's episodes will be brought to you by Tampa Counseling and Wellness, dedicated to helping individuals looking to positively transform their lives through compassionate counseling and wellness coaching. If you struggle with depression, anxiety, or other mental health issues, call today for a free consultation. Tampa Counseling and Wellness, therapy that inspires change, and you can find their info in today's episode description, whether you want in-person visits or virtual assistance. Of course, would you mind giving a more of a personal introduction to our audience? Let them know who Stephen is, and then we're going to dive right into book talk. Sure, not a, not a problem at all. Uh, my name is Stephen Bevanissi. I'm a partner at the injury law firm of Davis, Saperstein, and Solomon. We're actually one of the largest injury law firms in the Northeast. And when I say injury law firm, we represent victims of car crashes, victims of falls, and we handle lawsuits against the individuals and the companies that cause the harm to them. And that's what I've been doing now for over 20 years. And doing well at it, I must say as well, very humble. But for the purposes of today's show, we are going to talk about this book that you wrote. I'm sure it has inspired so many viewing on. Let's hear about it. Well, you know, as you correctly said in your introduction, cases do touch my heart. But this one in particular, I actually refer to as the most significant personal injury case of my entire legal career. And let me just give you a little background. It's a story of a college student who was 21 years old and was just living the life that every college student would want to be living. He was an athlete. He, a month before he was hit by a car in this, in this case, he was uh, active. He walked onto a college wrestling tournament, even though he had never wrestled before and, and came in second place in that college wrestling tournament. A week before he was hit by a drunk driver's vehicle, the American Cancer Society was sponsoring a one mile race at his college and he won in the race. And we thought that would be something that would be interesting to bring out in the case. From a social perspective, he had a nice life. He had parents, siblings, he had a girlfriend, he was vice president of his fraternity, he even was voted his college's homecoming king. Wow. Academically, this student was doing so well 
that had he not been hit by a drunk driver, which would have happened in this case, six weeks later, he was destined to graduate from the College of New Jersey with high honors. And that's, that's essentially the background of the case. But then, ah, I can see you now, that's perfect. It's so much easier to, to talk to a face versus talking to a camera. So I yes, it. we had some Zoom issues, everyone, but we are now face-to-face. -face. Please continue, Stephen. So in this particular case, he was walking one night while he was on spring break, hence the title Spring Break, A True Story of Hope and Determination. He was with his friends, and just before walking, he was in a bar with his friends. He didn't know, though, while he was in that bar, that a couple of blocks away, that there's a young man in another bar having a great time with his friends, except that young man's friends were Jack Daniels, Sam Adams, and Johnny Walker, he was drinking. So as his college student and his friends were walking and could literally see the hotel getting closer and closer, this drunk driver's vehicle suddenly swerved against traffic and crashed into this college student's body, crashed to him at speeds in excess of 50 miles per hour with his lights off and this college student's body was thrown. We actually have a reconstruction of this student being hit by the drunk driver. And I don't know if you're going to be playing this continuously, but if there is a moment, what I could do is I could bring up that video of him being hit. For everyone who is listening along on a mental health break, please head to my YouTube channel to watch this presentation along with the full episode on writing with authors. The book is entitled Spring Break, and I think you can see that in the PowerPoint. I oftentimes speak with people about the law when it comes to liquor liability, because what we do is we represent victims of drunk driving, victims of personal injury. And when it involves someone who's been drinking, we are permitted in New Jersey to file a lawsuit against the social host and also the licensed beverage server who served uh, the individual who was drunk and did harm to our client. So before this happened to this college student, we showed how he was active before. He played high school football, uh, was athletic, as I shared with you earlier. He and his fraternity brothers decided to go on a road trip to Daytona Beach, Florida for spring break. This is Daytona Beach, Florida. And while he was out that night on spring break, he was walking and a drunk driver's vehicle crashed into his body. And what we do as lawyers, since we have the burden of proving the case, and it's called the burden of proof, is we hire accident reconstructionists and engineers to recreate these crashes at regular speed and in slow motion. So the student's walking and the car now goes over the double yellow line, crashes into the student's body, now in slow motion. The traffic is supposed to be coming from the left of your screen to the right. His friends who were walking with him heard what sounded like an explosion. And that explosion sound was the sound of this college student's head and face literally smashing through the windshield of the drunk driver's car. And people in the area started to crowd around this college student's body. And one witness, it was his birthday coincidentally, from Kentucky, witnessed everything. And he said he had never seen such a gruesome vision of anything. And he said this college student's body was tumbling in the street like a ragdoll. When he got to his body, it was lying face down in the roadway and spring breakers were crowding around this college student's body. And he described blood coming out of this college student's unconscious ears, mouth, his face was bleeding and both of his legs were so dif disfigured below his knees that they were shaped like the letter S. And he said the scene was out of control. And then in the middle of the night, the family was called and they were told about what had happened to their son. and. These are some exhibits from the case showing what this college student looked like after being hit by the drunk driver's car. And 
parents were called in the middle of the night and they were asked to consent to their son's organ donation because he had severe brain damage to his brain's frontal lobe, cortex and brain stem. His stem, his brain was hemorrhaging internally, which means bleeding internally. There was visible damage. And he was at what's called a Glasgow coma score of three. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the Glasgow coma score, that is a, the level of a coma that someone who is in. And three is the lowest level. And the according to the Journal of the American Medical Association, patients with a Glasgow coma score of three have a very low chance of survival. And the few who do survive are profoundly disabled. So that's the story of this college student. You can see why it became a, a sad personal injury case. And the reason why this case is so close to my heart is because the story of this case, the story of the student that I've been sharing with you, the subject of the book, Spring Break, A True Story of Hope and Determination. Well, it's actually the story of me when I went to college. And the photographs that you're looking at are the photographs of me when I was on full life support and when my family was asked to consent to my organ donation. So that's the, that's the summary. Well, I appreciate you having the courage to share your story and admirably sharing his story, continuing his legacy. Everyone viewing on, you know my story. And this is giving me the chills, the phone call to the parents in the middle of the night. That's something that still carries me, motivates me to keep going on my journey, make my mom proud because I can't imagine ever having that call, Stephen. I have to ask, obviously, we hope this incident never happened, right? But did you always want to become a published author? Were there always writing ambitions? Or please describe that for us. Well, because, because of my unusual recovery, what started happening was patients and patients' families from around the country and then around the world started contacting me because they wanted to learn how it was that I had the recovery that I had. Then doctors started contacting me, first from around the country and then from around the world, asking me how I had the recovery. And in my mind, I was thinking, you know, I would like to be able to provide an answer to people in, in an easy to deliver way. And I wasn't exactly sure how to go about doing that. And then opportunities started happening where I was invited to speak at conferences, uh, at medical conferences, at brain injury conferences, orthopedic conferences, conferences with students, of course, as well. And when I would tell the story and the audience would react, every single conference would result in me being asked whether I've had an opportunity to author a book. And I hadn't thought about it until I started speaking at the conferences and considered that in conjunction with responding to the inquiries that I was receiving with regard to sharing my story. So that's what motivated me to author Spring Break, A True Story of Hope and Determination. Well, I'm glad you did. We're going to have to do some kind of book exchange because I'm eager to now read this book, Overcoming Such Tremendous and Difficult Odds, to now have a career where you're even giving back every day. You're an attorney practicing, but you're on this show giving back through your story. So thank you for that. Before we sign off, though, Stephen, let's give back to our writing community now. What are two pieces of advice that you can offer our community of writers? One piece of advice, but it really encompasses everything that I can share when I speak with an author. And a lot of people don't know where to start. They don't know how to structure a book. And what happens is they never get around to really putting something together. And the advice that I give people is to literally just sit down and start writing. And don't put pressure on yourself with regard to grammar. Don't put pressure on yourself with regard to structure. Just let your heart out, put it on paper, however is easy for you, whether it's writing, whether it's typing, and don't worry about the fact that there may be a lot of content. 
And as you're doing that, you may notice that you have ideas that you want to address. And what I recommend you do is on a separate notation, whether it's a piece of paper or otherwise, just note those topics, but continue to just let it all out. And don't be concerned about perfection. Just really let your heart out. And another thing that's important is don't do it when you're not in the mood to do it. I don't consider what you're doing to be a responsibility like work. Don't do it with the motivation of having an end result of, of earning money or selling books. Do it because you just want to share something. And if you do that and you do it when you have the desire to do it, you're going to look back and you're going to look at the work that you did and you're going to realize that you probably have too much content and you're better off approaching uh, authoring a book with too much content versus not enough content. I love that. In a digital age, we have Microsoft Word, for example. Put your thoughts in there. You can always copy and paste, move them around. That's at least something for me. On an earlier episode, we were just talking about the typewriter days, how challenging it must have been to write a, a book on a typewriter, going back and forth, editing and all of that. So thank you for that. Now tell everybody where we can find your book or where they can say hello to you. Well, certainly you can go to Amazon.com and just put Spring Break, a true story of hope and determination. You'll be able to find it that way. Uh, you can also email me directly. My email address is Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, at dsslaw.com. Uh, just like it says on the screen, Stephen at dsslaw.com. And I have a website. It's contractforlife.org. And contract is the full word contract, C-O-N-T-R-A-C-T, and then four F-O-R, and then L-I-F-E.org. And the reason why I came up with that title Contract for Life is because when I speak at student audiences, and I've spoken at over 500 schools, I actually provide them with a contract. And it's a contract that they enter into with a parent where both parties agree that if they're ever drinking, they will not drive. And if the student finds himself in a situation where they've had a drink, they will pick up the phone and they'll call the parent for a ride home. And the parent promises that there'll be no punishment or negative consequences that follow. I love that. I wish that was a nationwide concept because Everyone out there, your guardians are there to help more than they are there to punish you. They want your well-being to be intact. I want to thank you so much, Stephen, once again, for taking the time to join our community of writers. And to everyone viewing and listening on, thank you for keeping this show going. We are closing on episode 50, and I am very honored to sit down with incredible writers just like Stephen each week. Thanks again, and see you soon. Stephen, thanks so much. All right. Be well.